Hi, Poppers. Press here. Once again, we are doing another one-shot with me as your lovely GM. I am Chris. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Fantasy Chris. And from there, you can find your way to all the other stuff I do. And with me are my lovely players, uh, Sean. Uh, hey, Poppers. It's Sean again, producer of Dungeons and Pop. They're not going to get rid of me because I probably pay all the bills. <laughs> uh, pronouns he, him. Mib. Hey. Uh, I'm Mib or Jason or whatever, a vague them, vaguely humanoid-shaped entity, and, well, I mean, yeah, I'm not really online all that much, but let's get popping. We'll circle back to him, Alex. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm Alex. Uh, my pronouns he, him. Uh, do you have anywhere you can be found, Alex? Like any social media you want to plug? Like, oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Too many people trying to, I'm trying to avoid. Okay, Eric. Hi, Poppers. Also, uh, he, him, name is Eric. I'm the other producer. Also, not going to get rid of me anytime soon. Uh, also, vaguely humanoid shaped. Also, vaguely here. Okay. And today's game. Not going to get rid of you anytime soon? Curses. Foiled again. Um, today's game we're playing is called Animon Story. It, I'll be honest, I don't know what to call it. It's the. Digimon or Pokemon-esque game, though really it's more close to Digimon than anything else, um, where you have adventures and you have like a cute uh, monster friend that goes around with you. Um, I don't know what system it uses. It's not power- It shares similarities, but it's not powered by the apocalypse, but it's also not forced in the dark either, so I don't know what to call it. So if one of you four has a name for it, by all means. It looks like its own system. Yeah. Yeah, looks like looks like a custom system. The genre, broadly, I've heard referred to as pet monster genre. Oh, yeah, collector-ish. Yeah. Well, yeah. they can be collecty or not. Yeah, mon uh, for shorthand. But yeah, it looks like it. It looks like its own system. So. Okay, so it's its own thing. Um, that said, it uses a bunch of G six. So yay for simplicity. Everyone say yay. Yay. Hooray. Yay. 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 And the peasants rejoice. Yay. Session one should be better. Sorry, I'm I'm not in 100%, and apparently it's reflected in my players. Because most of us are not 100% either. I mean, not wrong. Okay. Animon has, I want to call them playbooks. Before we get into it, I do want to make a note that it is still being kickstarted, so it's just a playtest right now. Oh, yeah, that's true. I thought, they, I thought they already hit the goal. Yeah, the Kickstarter ended, and it's being worked on. But yeah, this is the playtest we're doing. Oh, okay, cool. Well, we still have just yeah. the playtest. Okay, so um, much like any... I, I felt that was worth noting. No, it is. Much like any other Powered by the Apocalypse or Forge in the Dark game, this game has playbooks or character types. So uh, going in order, Sean, why don't you tell us about the character type you pick from your pre-generated characters? I pick the bookworm, the world of books. Within books are your domain. Fact, fiction, or fantasy, it doesn't matter. Every book you re- read is a new a- opportunity to expand your horizons, to learn, and to feel. Only people are as understanding as books, and I feel very called out by this. Okay. To be fair, I feel like that playbook calls out literally anybody who plays D&D. Fair. Um, why don't you describe what your character looks like and what their name is? Okay. Their character's name is Baxter T. I kind of see him as like a, a stocky... Oh, I don't know if we are going with teen, we're going with the teen or kids angle for this. It can be either or. I don't care. All right, now go for He's uh, he's um, uh, stocky. I want to say mid teens with glasses and uh, messy 
long hair because anime made him think it's cool and so did Mega Man X. Good influence. Okay, now tell us about your monster partner. My monster partner is the Timid Lethal. L-E-A-F-L-E-S, not L-E-T-H-A. <laughs> yes, I went with a pun. Okay, and what do they look like? They are basically a, I want to say, a, a tree pillar. A little, a little... Log? They're like a, like a, yeah, like a little log pillar where it's, uh, they're a plant type with large yellow eyes, a vertical mouth down the middle between the eyes, and little leaves that act as its little, uh, little paw. Nice. Oh, and I guess it is actually an insect class, it's an insect classification element nature. Is anyone else bothered by that vertical mouth, or is it just me? No, it is not just you. I haven't looked at it yet, so... Okay. But yeah. I think it's cute. I think it's specifically because it's, like, vertical. It's like a zipper. You can see, like, all the teeth of it. I think that's what gets me for it, not the fact that it, like, resembles any, like, real insect on that. It's just, like, more eldritch on that. Meh. Yeah. Vertical mouth. I mean, if your dog does the sideways head tilt to look at you, their mouth is vertical. Well, let's be real. Pokemon has taken up so many different monster designs. We're running out of leg room here. And on another note, Animon has nine different uh, elements for... Ten. Ten? Ten. I'm looking at the matchups right now, and I only see nine. There's a neutral. Oh, that's not in the playtest, so... But, okay, noted. Um, it, it does say it's somewhere in the playtest. Hmm, okay, well, the, te- the ten types are fire, water, nature, electric, wind, earth, Light, dark, mirage, and apparently neutral. Um, and on that note, Nib. Hey! Audacious B here, livening up the show. Some people call me a jock, but eh, whatever. They just can't keep up with me on my rollerblade. Like, seize every opportunity, push my limits, never back down. Those are the rules I live my bike by. Some people might say I'm competitive, but eh, it's not really important beating others. Just proving to myself that I can do anything I set my mind to. But, you know, sometimes that's not always quite so easy. I do not have the energy to face plant right now. What's your playbook type? <laughs> I am the jock. Yeah. Okay. Now, when, what does your character look like? That explains the energy. Um, very bright-eyed, happy, kind of a dirty, messy face, some scratches around... Uh, blue-purple hair covering one eye, and usually some kind of graphic tee or a band tee on. And I can't see... I, I, I won't take my rollerblades off no matter how much people yell at me. Better teenager. That's a, that's a very good question. I'm going to go with yes. Okay, tell us about your partner. Oh, oh well, my partner here is Bodacious P. It's this wonderful little robot I've got. It's very, very, like a orb-shaped body with mechanical arms and legs, a big yellow mane coming out coming out of the top of its head, as armed with a sword and a cool-ass shield. It is so cool. No, you can't have it. And no, it's not round. I don't throw it either. Usually. Are, by robot, do you mean the knight or the goggles? Hmm. Um, no, it's it's mechanical. It's like, essentially, it's a round ball, and it's got mechanical arms and legs that pop out of that body. The knight, then. Okay. Yeah. The electric element one. Yeah, the knight. Oh, yeah, electric element one. Okay. And for the record, you're right, I, Eric. That does look like a zipper. Um, Alex. Uh, okay. Uh, I am 
playing Aster. Uh, the playbook I'm using is Free Spirit. Um, very artsy, uh, but forgetful person. <laughs> okay, and what do they look like? Uh, they've got like black hair that, for some reason, sometimes has like glitter in it. Because yes, you don't you don't get rid of glitter. It, it's just a law of nature. It's true. Yep. Craft herpes. Uh, he wears like um like a dark blue uh hoodie a lot of the time and some black shorts and it's a very sick, significant like star shaped birthmark on his hands okay now tell us about your partner uh i decided to go with the i i wouldn't know what to call it exactly but the light element one the little fox kit with a light bulb tail okay I've, I've, I've been struggling to come up with a good name for that well we have time to figure that out as a as i said this is just session zero okay yeah so uh for the audience it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a fox. It's light green, yellow in color, and its tail is apparently transitions from being fluffy into a light bulb. Yep. Light elements, celestial. Okay. Okay. Oh, that one. Yes. That one's adorable. And that brings us to our final player, Eric. What is your playbook or character type? Uh, my character is the loner. Um, Not for any particular reason other than that was about the only one I felt like I wanted to after everything else was taken. Um, I don't know. I also kind of liked Matt from the original Digimon, so, eh. Okay. Now to describe them. Uh, he is average. He, he's not skinny, but he's not super overweight. He's not particularly short or tall. He has kind of sandy, blonde, brown hair, green eyes. Um, I am under orders to take the long scarf as my special item option. I would say that he's fairly quick-witted and he has trouble fitting in. Okay. And before I forget, Alex, was your character a teenager or a kid? Uh, say like right on the, like right in the dead center of that. That's so that transition. Okay. Eric and yours? I'm going to say teen. Okay. Probably around 16-ish. All right. And on another note, tell me about your partner. All right. So I'm taking the one that can easily be described as biblically accurate owl. Ah, uh, oh, yes, that one. Biblically accurate. Yeah, it is a the head honestly reminds me of one of those hairless Abyssinian cats, but with like Phoenix Fox giganto ears and a singular green eye in the middle of his face. With little eyes all over its wings. Yeah, I, I was getting to that. Um, pur purple, uh, mediumish purple, going into kind of light purple stripes with the same. What would you say? Teal. Teal. Yeah. Teal eyes that are slitted, like a like a cat's, and its legs are the uh, X-shaped bird claws. So two toes in the front, two toes in the back. It is um, studious in nature, knowledgeable but awkward. Uh, fitting for the personality I was going to give my human, who still needs a name. Classification is avian. Element is dark. Okay. We have a good selection of types here. Bookworm, jock, free spirit, loner, and monster types are nature, electric, light, and dark. So yeah, we've covered our bases pretty well, I would like to think. I think so, too. And on that note, it's time for me to give you the brief prompt. The Overseer, the mysterious being who watches over both 
Earth and the Universe, the realm where the Animon come from. I sent all four of you a message. Um, somewhere within the Animon is leaking an energy. An energy that influences emotions towards one thing. Rat. And you can imagine how this overflowing emotion could be problematic. And so, in order to resolve this, we need the power that exists between a human and an Animon working together. So, he reached out to you four, and... You're going to be venturing into the universe to plug up the wellspring or whatever you want to call it. And it's as you guys are transitioning into the universe that our story will begin. And hello there, listeners, and welcome back to Dungeons and Pop. Once again, it's me, Crest. I have usurped the title of Game Master from Sean and Eric once more. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. Sean certainly needs a break from being forever GM, so have that. <laughs> and I get to use you all my guinea pigs in the meantime. Um, again, this is Chris. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on Twitter at FantasyCrest. And I am Game Master today because we are playing Animon, so specifically the place test materials. And with me are my lovely players, Sean. Hey, listeners, it's uh, producer Dungeons and Pop, Rackham the Dancing Bugbear, Mega Spork. I'm, I'm not going to list them all. That's become an old joke. And I am playing Baxter T, the bookworm. Okay. And Eric. I am Eric. I am the other half of Dungeons and Pop. I am playing the loner. I don't remember if I gave him a name in session zero because it's been like a week and my brain is a goldfish swimming around in a colander. Blub, blub. Exactly. Alex. Uh, hi, I'm Alex. I'm, I've, I'm starting to try and participate more. Uh, I'm playing Aster, the free spirit. That's what the call. That's what the place is called, right? Yeah. Yay. Mib. I'm Mib. They, them, kind of human. And, Today, I've been playing Jock called Audacious B. Other people call me Jock. I'm not Jock. I just like roller skates. Okay. And again, we are playing Animon, specifically the playtest materials. Animon is a tabletop RPG that does not really have its own system. Um, and it involves people journeying around with pets like Digimon or Pokemon or what have you. Um, that said, welcome to the one-shot, Wellspring of Wrath. So, it's been some time since you four began your journey into the Aniverse the world where the Animon reside in. Your mysterious guide, who is pretty much a faceless ghost that is actually a lot less scary than that sounds, has figured out there's been some strange reports of a ruined tower and that Animon who go near it go mad with rage. And so as for travelers to the Aniverse, he's hoping you might be less susceptible to whatever is going on and that, and that quality will be shared through the bond with your partners. And so you four are given coordinates, and we're going to start with a skill roll. Who's our bookworm again? That would be me. What is your bookworm stat? I mean, your smart stat. The smart, I think it's called? Uh, logic. Logic. Ugh. Logic. Oh, four. Okay, you have four dice. Roll them to program the gate to get you to where you need to go. Okay. I think anything of four or above is considered success. It is. And it's D6, right? Yep. Okay, uh, a three, a four, a one, and a three. You only you got one success, which was just what you needed. You um, program the gate and all the Digimon Adventure two. You like go sliding through the portal like a high speed train while awesome music plays in the background. <laughs> and as the bookworm, you get to appear first next to the tower. So why don't you describe what your character looks like and their partner? Can I can I throw something in narratively, Crest? Sure. I feel like my character said, "All right, guys, I got it." Whoa! <laughs> I get sucked in. <laughs> yes. Presses the button just so you finish the sentence just to get interrupted. 
Yes. Master B. I forget what age we figured our characters were. Good question. I thought we were like lower teens or were we? I think we've settled on low teens in tweens. Uh, yeah. I didn't actually write that down in my note. We probably should have wrote down most of session zero. I mean, fair. My character is a noobish 12-year-old with uh, shorts and a, a shirt with uh, with a colorful leaf on the front and a coat that's way too big and very large glasses. And um, I think it's called a jockey hat. Whatever the, 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 the hat that, that golfers wear. Oh, the, the little flat cap? With a little pom-pom on it? Yeah. Not a Tama Shantran, the, uh, the newsboy cap. Yeah, flat cap. The Scottish flat cap. Yeah. I was right the first time. What do you know? Ah, okay. And what does your partner look like? My partner looks like a bent log with yellow eyes, a freaky sideways mouth, and he's crawling around with little leaf handles. And his name is Lethal. Okay. He's a pacifist. Does any back to where uh, Dexter was it? Or Sean, what is your character's name again? Oh, Baxter. Baxter, open the gate. Who goes through next? Well... I'm on roller skates, so I'm definitely faster than everyone else. That sounds like you, then. Have fun. All right, then. That says a, a gate opens up. Sounds like something to dive through. All right, so appearing next, Mib. What does your character look like? Um, um, about 13. Um, bright electric blue hair, short, medium length, a uh, big set of nice wireless headphones on, uh, red shirt. You know, backpack, a pair of rollerblades on with, you know, elbow and knee pads. And uh, under one arm, I'm holding kind of what appears like a silvery bowling ball figure. Is that your partner? Yeah, it's my partner for now. It's a bowling ball with, like, a big, long shock of, like, yellow hair. But I'll be like, okay, we're here. Let's get to a stop. Toss the ball and out pops arms and legs. Okay. And it's holding a sword and shield. Okay. And back to the gate. Who's going through next? I'll go next. Okay. So when I pop through, you see a um, a 15-year-old looking... I remember giving him a hoodie, of all things. Yes, I think that's correct. Yeah. But a hoodie and jeans, um, some well-worn... Uh, hiking style boots. Uh, you can't you can't really see his head head or hair or anything because the hood is up. Uh, on his shoulder, however, is perched uh, something we lovingly described as biblically accurate owl, even though it has a cat head more along the lines of those furless Abyssinian cats that has a single eye. Okay, and our final player, Alex. Uh, okay. My character's name is Aster. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the details because it's been like a week. If I remember correctly, I it was uh, he had like glitter stuck in his black hair as a result of being in the art club. Hmm. If I remember correctly. I think you do remember correctly. Okay. Jeans. I think I also had a hoodie. Did I? That I don't remember. I don't remember that. These are the details I did not write down is my outfit. Hmm. Well, as long as we got the base points across, that's fine. Yeah. What does your partner look like? Wait, what? Oh, my partner? It is like a small fox kit that has like a light bulb for a tail. Okay. You guys appear out of the gate and the gate shuts behind you. And looking to your left, you see a ruined tower. It's surrounded by a little bit of greenery and it has a moat and there is a stone bridge going that's supposed to go across it or at least they're supposed to because 
it is caved in in the middle and it is broken and you can't get across. Looking around, you guys see vines and some like scraps of wood. So what do you do? Uh, oh, we have to get across somehow. So vines, scraps of wood. Uh, mm, going yank on the vines. They seem anchored well. Are are the vines themselves strong? Or are they like thin vines that I can break by yanking on? They're I want to say serviceable. They won't stand up to super strong stress, but they're but if you're just like grabbing and using them casually, you can make do. I fly across. Oh, you're just gonna fly across? <laughs> Here, take this, and I'll throw one of the vines up to you. Um, I'm going to need your partner to roll a, uh, this is, uh, you think I'd have the stats memorized? It's the strength one. Uh, power. Power. Okay. I need them to roll power. So, 3d6 then, because I have a power of three. Yes. Okie dokie. <laughs> Could be better. I got a six, I got a two, and I got a one. You make it across, and did you take the vine with you? Yeah. Okay, so with that, you have something that you can work with. I'm assuming you tie it off the other end, right? Yeah, I don't think I'm I'm that strong. It, it, it makes sense to okay. um, tie it off on my end. I also yell back, make sure it's tied on your end. Okay, so because you have a flying partner, which I can't believe I forgot that fact, but oh well. Um, I'll... The rest of you all make it across very easily with your partners, and the door is open before you. So, do you guys go in? I'll take the lead. You do that. Before anybody else can say anything, yeah, I'm going to go right up, open through the door. If they follow, they follow eventually. It's not my fault. Master Call calls out, wait, wait, but I gotta give everyone sunscreen before we go any further. No, 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 no. I thought we were going inside. There's no sun in here, right? Let them learn. Let him learn. Oh, okay. Okay. And he puts back the sunscreen in his giant backpack. I forgot to mention that because I do have a bag of some emergency supplies. You're fine. And I just pictured as he looks he looks like that 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 character in every uh uh war not documentary, the other thing where it's based off of real events. But he looks like that and that I feel like He's got like an oversized backpack, like that one character that always is like the the, the human packing mule, the the fresh faced kid that gets dies horribly because he's never been in war in the first place. All quiet on the Western Front. Okay, hey, we don't need to worry about the heat. I've got this, and I brandish a water bottle. Take a swig, put it back. Alrighty, Nip. Roller skating inside, you see a large, fairly spacious room. There's a bunch of debris on the floor, and looking to your left, you can see what was a staircase, but is now jam-packed full of debris. But that all kind of take less precedence than the mysterious machine at the far end of the room. Ooh, machine. Definitely going to be getting my way up to that, taking a look. What kind of machine are we talking about? Okay, I'm... A broken one. Broken what? Like, it connected to anything? or it, it had circuits going up and, like, higher into the tower, and that's about it. Huh, it's broken. Not not to potentially break things, but um, my Animon, which I need to give him a name, I shall call him Strix. Strix is a studious nature, knowledgeable but awkward, which is why I sh- uh, chose him, because mood. And he has a brains of four. Not, not to take things away from, I think Sean's the one playing the bookworm, but could I not ha- uh, suggest Strix take a look at this machine to see maybe what it used to be able to do. Yeah. Sure. Roll me smart or logic. Uh, brains. 
Uh, could I uh, could I throw out a reflex contents to see if Baxter gets to reform? Same thing. Because I do have insatiable curiosity. If you're going to compete, then I'm going to let me see. That would be Initi- initiative roll. The uh, I really should have memorized. Okay. No. An agility. I- that would be reflex competing reflexes between you two. Yeah. Well, I'll, tr- I'll try to go. Uh, oh, me. I was, I was, I'm not going. I was gonna, okay. Yeah. Well, between your, between Strix and between, um, Baxter. I fail. I fail. And just be, hey, Baxter, can you figure this out? But Strix is already on the way, so. Uh, let's see. Well, for, let's see. If it's agility, it'll be a four, a three, and a two. Yeah, Strix beat you there. Okay. Um, now have Strix roll me... Brains. Logic. Yeah. Roll intelligence. Ooh. Uh, brains of four, so that's six, six, four, and three. And that's success. Looking at this, your partner goes like, it's a, um, it appears to be a security device that appears to power a door somewhere higher up in the tower, but it's not working right now. <gasps> Would that mean the door is then open because it's not working, or it's closed and non-openable because it's not working? The latter. Closed and non-openable. So we need to get this thing working so we can open up the door. Huh. Weird. Hey, Pete, help me look. I start looking around the machine for a power cord. There are none. There's circuits going up, but there's not a power cord. That's weird. How are you supposed to plug this thing in? It probably has its own power source. And... Alex, what is your character doing? I'm curious. Uh, I think he's sitting in the corner with a partner and out of, I'm going to say it's like a hoodie, like one of those like pockets in the middle. He's, he's going through his, uh, tarot deck. (laughs) He's a homemade tarot deck. Okay. Yeah. I'm just like power source. Now just keep looking around, see if I can find like, you know, panel for a battery compartment or something. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Back to say by this point, this is when you catch up. I'm not, the, I'm not the smartest, but I can look for the obvious answers. I, I, I am just going to go up to Dexter and go, um, Baxter. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm, I honestly Baxter. heard Dexter. Baxter. I go up to Baxter and go, the, uh, the thing's broken, and Strix says it has, a, it's a security device that is currently keeping a door further up the tower locked. So if we want to proceed, we need to get this thing working. So have fun. And I just pat him on the shoulder encouragingly. I think Baxter reaches into his bag and pulls out a note, uh, uh, notebook he's been kicking care of, taking his notes on and just starts walking over the machine to start the music. I want to use my type. Knowledge's power. <laughs> and what does that tell? Game boost whenever you attempt a test to put your research to use, explain a complex idea, or discover hidden information. That gives you an additional die, so roll me logic. No, boost. Or oh, is it an additional die, or is it that it? Yeah. No, boost lowers the target number to three instead of four. That's what. That's what boost does. Yes. Yeah. Boost makes it easier to. Oh. No. Okay. Okay. So that's a six, a three, a one, and a two. Two successes. So two successes. You're like looking at the thing, you were, and it's kind of a bit of a letdown for you, Baxter, because you're like, oh, you reach out, pop one side of the panel back into place, look over to the other side. Push another, push this doodad back in, and then pop the panel back in, and then the machine immediately lights up, and you can see like that same light like flowing along the circuit and going up into the tower. So, with that fix, you guys need a way for the rep. 
since there's stairs, maybe there's an opening on the outside of the tower you can use. See him walking So, do you exit the on on the on the outside of the tower? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Why would there be an opening on the outside of the tower? I mean, window. Um. Yeah, but all right. I I have an idea. Oh, I'm sure you have lots of ideas. Do are, are there any vines on this side of the moat? There are some. Okay. I. Well, first, are you still in the room with the machine? Well, I mean, if it's just the room... You, you mentioned stairs? Yes, but they're caved in. Caved in, okay. Then with, with that bard, no, we. Uh, I, I would say, well, looks like we're finding another way up. And I head outside. Okay, as you guys are walking around, I imagine you're gathering vines for something you may need to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, vines are around or are there vines? Like, what, what's the surface of the tower like? It's smooth gray stone. Smooth. Gray stone, smooth, not covered in vines. Any? So it's, it's not. It's not overgrown, is what you're saying. Mm, no. Yeah. Any? Any openings, windows? Yes. As you circle around, you do see, like, where the second floor would be—a large opening that is just there. And but before you could do anything else, you hear a growling noise, and looking down, you see. A little green dragon growling at you, and there is something wrong with its eyes. Um, I need you all to roll me initiative while I go check on dinner in the oven. Okay. Put it in the chat, please. Okay. Alrighty. Initiative for Animon. That's going to be on the Animon. So I'm guessing with initiative of four, that means I roll 46. Correct. Is that how? Oh, wait, no. I'm about to look. Yeah. No, I... The initiative rules are on page seven. Well, Seven. Okay, so it's opposed past. Yes, but essentially we we go in order of who's got the most successes. Uh, oh, seven of the. Not the yeah, only get two dice. Ours. Oh, so I don't think we have a dice spot in there. We we should have dice parser unless it's get two dice. Am I? Well, that's weird. Unless it's also like a lot of things change to slash commands. Oh yeah, it looks like it turned to slash commands. It's annoying. Part. That's not bad. We're only having two dice. The max result is definitely not bad. Except that I type a slash and I do not seem to see dice parser as... Okay, I'm back. Welcome back. I'm back. No, I mean, how much is total your dice you rolled, Nick? Oh. I mean, someone left. Oh, okay, because I thought that it was like, who got the most successes in the playbook? Because it's, yeah, considered an opposed task. Oh, then that then that's me, so... Okay. Okay. No, I'm just doing it by adding the total together. I could be doing that wrong, but oh well. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Sean's odd or evens. Uh, uh, okay, Eric goes first. That's when you two. All right. Yeah, e- either way. Mine goes six, five, and one. Yeah, I have an 11. So that is a 12. Okay. You should write that down, right? And I've got 11. All right, so it's me, Sean, Jason, and Alex. <laughs> No, I have Eric, Sean, Alex, Mib, and then Beth, and then our little critter before us. Jason got twelve. Oh, and Axel, Alexa got eleven. Okay, sorry, I transposed. Wait, did I? Yeah, no wait. And then that's twelve, and Alex got eleven. Oh yeah, that is right. Oops, I got you. I got you two mixed up. Ugh. I only had two initiative dice. Boy, it, it is a day, apparently, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Well, I bet. Yeah, that happened. Okay, so we start with Eric. Um, you said his eyes look a little... I'm going to assume that we were mm-hmm. told a description of the um, rage issues with the Animon. 
Yep. And this thing is dealing with rage issues. Uh-huh. And, and how big? You say it's a little green dragon. Is it like... Yep. But like, how big is little? Is it cat size? Is it like... Uh, oh. is, it, is, is, is it on par with ours, as in same level, let's say? I want to say... Uh, well, you don't know. It, I'd say it's like the size of a dog, maybe. Oh. Golden Retriever German Shepherd size? It became, I, I was going to say, that really doesn't help either, considering how wide a variety dogs come in. Golden Retriever. Okay. Okay, so fairly beefy. Yeah. Could be worse. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going to attack. I'm going to use my signature attack. It's called Bewildering Gaze. Okay. The effect is misdirect. When this attack hits, I can deal half damage and disorient the target until my next turn. I cannot do this to the same target twice. Okay. Okay. Uh, roll me your attack then. Signature attack. Would that be... It depends on what stat you're using to attack. Oh. Yeah. Any any of the stats can be used to attack depending on how you're performing the attack. Okay. And then because it's your signature attack, you get plus one die. Oh. I'm going to need more die then. Okay. I'm going to use my brains because I'm trying to think of this attack uh, tactically. Um, I, I am trying to use Bewildering Glare to um, distract it and confuse it. So the others could perhaps sneak around and subdue it rather than like destroy it. Okay. So let's see if I hit. Uh, in that case, I'm using my brain. So that's four plus it's a signature move. So that means five dice I roll. Hmm. Uh, four, four, two, two, and one. I'm roll. How many? Oh, four, four. How many successes? Two success. Two, two, and one. So two success. You hit. Oh, good. Um, let's see. My damage is six. So I do three by the sound of it. Okay. And it is now disoriented. Okay. We'll do more damage. Damage is, is whatever your base is, plus however many successes you got on that. Oh, that's enough too, so... So, four damage. You said it was six, eight, so one more. Okay. Yeah, well, since since I can choose to deal half damage, okay. the six becomes three, and since I did two successes, that's actually five. Okay. And it is also disoriented. Next up is Sean. Okay. So that means I think it has setback on every attack it Yep. All right. <laughs> it does not last long, though, so at, at least there's that for you, Crest. Doesn't it go until... My next turn. My next turn. It's literally just this one round of combat. Okay. Yeah, it only goes not Yeah. I also can't really do it again. So, um, I, I think Baxter is kind of waving his hands in the air and trying to get the attention of the dog while he, um, he's going to send, uh, Lethals to sneak around and bite it in the butt using agility. Okay, go ahead and roll it. That was an actual roll. Let me drop. I dropped dice. Oh no, that's a one and a one. Oh dear. Uh, lethals was it? Yeah. Like run, like quickly runs around and tries to bite, go for its tail, but its tail moves like out of the way at the last second, like a cat, and lethals just crashes into the dirt. Okay. And now Mib. Uh, all right, Pete. Hit it with your sword! Of course I'm going to do that. Just a regular attack. And now, what do we got here? Okay. Uh, two successes. Whee! And that has the base damage of six. That'll be eight damage. Your partner goes running forward, whacks the thing, whacks this thing on the so- on its head with its sword, and its eyes roll back into its head, 
and it falls over backwards and disappears. Like a Pokemon. Disappeared? Yep. I, you, you might not feel bad about that, but there's you guys learned early on that Animon don't really die when they get beaten like this. Mm. They, uh... They didn't do anything. They particleize and they can reform later. Gotcha. Pretty much. Yeah, we we need some animals. So just watch out for the tall grass. Um, okay. You guys have defeated the Basculus. Ooh. I did nothing. We shall bask in our... Because that's what it's called. Uh, glory. <laughs> okay. And the opening is up above you. And I'm assuming Strix is going to fly, um... Oh, God, I forgot your character's name. I'm so sorry. I still haven't come up with one. That's okay. I don't know the. I don't know my character's name either. <laughs> oh. oh no. Okay, your Strix flies your character up to the opening. I'm guessing so. I'm going to need a straight. Uh, oh, geez, what was it called again? Power. Yeah, power. Power. Or Strix? Huh? Does that make your character name Haven? No. It'd be a good last name though, but no. And actually, considering that I play the loner, the fact that even I don't know my own name is kind of funny. Because he hasn't told anyone his name, including the player. <laughs> we went across the desert with a friend with no name. Fourth wall broken already? Uh, a six, a two, and a one. So horizontal is easier than vertical. He, like, tries to lift you up, but he can't seem to get the updraft he needs to carry you up to the opening. Ugh. It's like, okay, okay, we, we've got we got enough vines here, right? Right? You know, How strong I- are you? If I, like, look around, is there, like, this is, like, a security device, and there's only that one staircase. Is there, like, another, like, another way? No. Even if it's, like, a hit one. You guys, you circled the tower. Look like the only way to get to the higher floor is through that opening. Okay, P, here's the thing. Brett? So, I, I, I ask how strong, um, B is. Oh, I'm plenty strong. I hand him the vine. I hand P the vine, and I tell B, chuck him. That's what I was about to do. All right, ready. You got a good grip on it? All right. Ready, and one, and a two, and a fastball special. I'm going to need a roll. Uh, reflex. That'll be two successes. Nice. That that works. You lasso, like, a point, and yeah, you have your rope. Yeah. And P's in there to up there with the rope, walking in place in that. And it's like, see? Great. Now we can just climb up. I'll spare all of you rolling for this, so you will climb up. Thank you. Thank you. I, I proceed to climb up easily, like that thing, like that thing in gym class that we can never do. You're cheating! Using your roller skates to glide up the side of the wall. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you should have worn some rollerblades. I like walking instead of tripping over myself. If you wear rollerblades and trip, you're not very good at them. No, scene change. But, well, yeah, pretty much. Well, these two are bickering in the background. Axter and, um... Aster. Aster. You, like, look into the room and you see a shut door and another machine, like the one from downstairs that also appears to be broken. Another machine. How'd you turn on the last one? Do it again. Uh Uh-huh. I... All right, yeah, I could do that. Baxter kind of just uh, walks over with Lethal's... Uh, I'll give this to you. Um, this one's more broken than the other one was. So you're going to have to do a bit of effort. But yeah, you can go ahead and roll ahead like you did last time. Okay. Roll logic. I'm going to look around the room to see if there's anything useful or interesting. Okay, that's a three, a four, a two, and a one, and I'm using my special ability knowledge as power, so two successes. 
I'm catching my damn by the window. Checking out, checking out like a little miniature toolkit, you manage to put the machine back together. And as it comes to life, there's a loud whirring noise and you watch as the door in the room opens up. Your path is clear. And beyond it, you can see stairs. Yay! Uh-huh. I think Lethal's is, is, is over is over by Eric's character, just waving his little leaves at him, trying to cool him down. All right, P, ready to go upstairs? Yeah, let's do it. So, are, so you all are... Yeah. I'll go first. So you all are going upstairs? I mean, nowhere to open up. Yeah. Okay, as you guys are halfway up the stairs, there is a weird... I can only describe it as a pulse of energy, like a ripple that washes over you. I need spirit rules from all of you. Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Spirits. That is... Player stat. Yeah. Oh, boy. That That's not going to go good for me. Ooh. Measure or willpower? Oh, wow. That's two, uh, two out of... Two, two successes out of three rolls. Uh, two successes for two rolls. I got a six and a four myself. Five, a six, and a one. Mm-hmm. B only got a single success. Uh... Three successes. Baxter is, is is strong by his curiosity to see how broken the next one is. Uh, everyone but Aster failed this roll. All three of you get mad, really, really, really mad, and that same madness also infects your partner. Wait a wait a minute. What, how about the role play? I mean, what do you even think you're doing, Baxter? You just think you're better than everybody because you're so smart. Hey, back off. Why don't you back off, big head? Listen here, a dunderheaded walnut. What the fuck is a dunder? Oh my god, read up a game book. Baxter uses this opportunity to throw a, bu- a book at both of them. Ow. <laughs> Can I, like, intercept the books? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this is happening, this happens so suddenly, you're kind of like a... You, like, go up the stairs, like, past the other three, and then they start, and, like, imagine you, like, turn around just in time to witness the book bouncing off their head. You know what? I'm tired of you all losers holding me back. See you later, and I'm just going to start going right... I'm tired of repairing... I'm tired of repairing your rollerblades because you keep on rollerblading where you don't... Who rollerblades are sad? Who rollerblades If we didn't hold you back, you'd... Skate off a cliff because you're too dumb to know when to think. I'm not dead yet, am I? Huh? Maybe who's got the... Only for the grace of God. Idea. I have an idea. Okay. If they're, like, all like, screaming at each other, can my, can my partner just, like, like sneak in between the three of them and then, like, shine its tail right in all their faces? Just, like, flashbang them? Um, I'm going to say that might just... It would disorientate them, but I don't think it would help. You can stop arguing for, like, one second. <laughs> maybe... Maybe... Cutting off the source of what's causing this will help. That's also an idea, yep. <laughs> so, do you go on ahead? Yeah, while they argue, I'm gonna, like, poke my head up and see if I can spot anything of why this happened. It's not just me! Obviously, I'm the only one who felt the wave and didn't get affected. It's not even me that thinks you're all, all, all poopy head. Okay. He hears things too, don't you? And little ball knight's just like, you, you, you! nodding and like, come on, let's leave them behind. If they can catch up if, then maybe they're not totally What do I roll for lethals to, to attack, uh, attack P with another butt bite? Wow. We'll <laughs> circle back to that in a moment. First things first. Aster, as you appear into the room, you can see a mysterious orb uh, on a pedestal. Orb. Are you going to ponder it? you going to ponder the orb? I am pondering the orb right now. 
go on ahead. Are you? You're probably going to get yourself killed, so at least we'll know when the next trap is going to be sprung. It'll be the one good thing you do for us. Yeah. I'm just going to keep stomping upstairs. I, lo- I look around. Is the room empty aside from the orb? What? Is the room like empty aside from this orb just sitting in the middle? Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. I can have my par- I can have my partner just like attack it. <laughs> just attack. Okay. Your partner approaches the orb, and as it does, it begins to vibrate and shine and pulse with a purple light. An elongated shape slowly emerges from the rock, bulbous and tentacled. It is difficult to perceive as if it doesn't even belong in this world. Its body is filled with purple light, other than a pale green skull at its center. And as it approaches you, you and as it approaches your partner, it, you both hear like a garbled voice in your mind. And then the thing lashes out. Well, for initiative, everybody. Honest, honest, honest question. Can we? Because we're not there. He went on ahead. We'll get to that in a second. For, I met my sad Well, initiative, everybody. Okay, okay. Uh, B is going to let out a massive ripper of a fart on everybody and then to purposely wave it, waft it in their direction. That is. Uh, yeah, 6, 10, 11 for me. Oh, my God. See, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if, it was also, if there was going to be an enemy, so I was just like, attack it before something happens. <laughs> and apparently something happened anyway. So I was like, if I can just like knock the orb off the pedestal, maybe that'll... My Animon's power is like four. So it's, it could probably do a good job. Also, not exactly the brightest thing to try and wave a fart in my direction when my Animon has wings and can wave it back better. Alex, odds are evens. Odds are evens? Oh. Oh, wait, did I tie with it? Odds are evens. Evens. That's odds. I tie with it. Doesn't book say I players auto ties. I don't remember if it does say that or not. That's just how I'm doing this. Okay. Um, Mib, what'd you get? A total of eight. Oh, I see. There's your roll. I see them now. Yeah, yeah, no. Bad roll. Okay. We start with Sean. Sean, like, you're like in a shouting match with all the others, but as you do, you feel the logical part of your brain go, wait, what is this? And you feel something push back. Go ahead and let me steer it again. Alright. Oh, nice. That's, uh, that's Two well okay it's still two six six so still only two successes. I'm gonna say that succeeds. And as you think that the fog clears in your mind, you're like, oh wait, this isn't right. And you like, and then that's when you like hear the, an echo of the garbled voice from the entity, and you're like, uh oh. Um, I'm gonna say you bound like bound up the stairs, leading these two to bicker. Um, but that's your turn. Okay. I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. And it is now the creature's turn. What are you, five? And seven eighths. Um, Please, God, tell me that's not your actual age. Yeah, never mind. Alex, you don't even need to roll all dodge because it failed. All three rolls are bad. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think my partner's dodge is three anyway. Um, okay. Well, you would still have to roll it and get it and beat me in successes. Um, okay, Alex, it's your turn. Okay. I can still hear shouting downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess this is what was meant to happen at some point. And I will have my partner use Shining Light, which is the... Not Shining Light, Radiant Burst. That's it. That's the move. And it doesn't count against my total number of uses because it's the first time in the encounter. Okay. It's going to charge it head on. There's nothing in the way. Alrighty. Five dice. Rolling power. That is four successes. You succeed. Roll your damage. Hmm. Uh, that would be... How, how are we get It's the base and then plus the number of successes. So that's 12 damage. Yes. Ouch. Dang. Oof, one second, I probably should have had a calculator up in 30 minus 12, you said? 
Yep. Okay. Your light flashes in this thing's face and it recoils in pain and it's like raving in the air before you. Okay. Is that your turn? Are you really just barely six years old? Eric, as you say that, you feel... Oh. No, that's me asking that. Not, not, not my character. Oh, your character. Um, your character, um, as you're like yelling at the jock, you feel the part of you that makes you a loner. Like, reach out and go, wait a minute. This feels off. And roll me spirit again. Question, why do I care, actually? I mean... Because you're a loner, not an asshole? Six and a one. That's only one success. I'm sorry, you need two. I had I had, I had, had two last time. Nope, you're so mad. Yes, but that was when the difficulty wasn't lowered. Oh, gotcha. Difficulty at first was three, but with the thing active, I lowered it to two. Okay, so yeah, there, there was no way I could have I could have because my spirit was two. <laughs> I was I was auto going to lose that one. Oh, you just had to get two successes. No, not not this one. I mean, the first time. Yeah. No, the original. Yeah, the the, the surprise yeah. one. There, there was no way I could have I could have done that one then because I can't roll three dice when my stats only two. Oh well. Uh, okay, Meb, you're up. Oh, as you're like slowly scaling up and like not doing a good job because you angry. Um, the part of you that's like super outgoing and athletic is like, wait a minute, roll me spirit. I'm gonna throw a rock at him. Uh, Meanwhile, nobody notices the giant flashbang that went off in the room above. <laughs> no. Well, Baxter does. That's two successes. Oh, maybe you got two successes? Yeah. Okay, but as um, Eric's character beams you with a rock, it, you're, the fog clears from your head and you're like, oh, oh dang. Oh, oh. Not a terribly large rock because, you know, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm angry at him. I don't want to, like, kill him. It's just like, bon- okay. I, I, I just want to put that out there. Ow! I, I'm so sorry. I deserve that. Oh, oh. You're- you tiny little shit. Yes, yeah, yeah. You jump ahead of everyone without thinking, and your best defense is because you're almost six. Meanwhile. And top of the round, Doctor reaches the room and sees the creature. I, I just, I just, I, 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 I want to be sure. I want to make sure everything how, 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 how have we not, how have we survived with you rushing ahead of us like some moron. This isn't a cartoon. Because then you're gonna get us killed. Must cut the Sean character. No, no. If I go first, then I'm gonna be the one who's gonna get hurt. You're gonna be okay. Guys, I think the GM said cut Sean. <clears throat> okay. Smash cut from there to Sean's character who just reached the room and sees this going on. See them. A flash, basically a mega flashbang. Okay. No, they get there right after the flash. You see uh, Aster, was it? Yep. Aster and his partner facing down against this weird thing. What do you do, Sean? All right. So I think that, um, I think that actually Baxter hops on to Lethal's back. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Has, no, has Lethal's laugh, latch on his back. And I'm going to run over and just kind of uh, and prepare. He's hiding behind me in the back because I'm preparing. Basically, I'm, I'm preparing to launch him with precision at the skull thing. Okay. Roll it. So using brains, I'm using, I'm basically, I'm basically pulling a launch me boy from the tick. <laughs> okay, that's a one, a two, a four, and a six. So two successes. You succeed. Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. Alright. Uh, okay. It's roll, it's roll d6 for the damage, right? No. Damage just fits. It's it's whatever your damage rating is plus number of successes on attack. 
Oh, it's fixed? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So then that would be eight. That'd be eight damage. Okay. And is that your turn? Yep. It's the entity's turn. And it's going to try and attack the thing that just walked him on the head. Uh, okay. So I need you to roll your partner's dodge stat. All right. Uh, I dodge nothing. <laughs> I dodge nothing. Okay. That's not something I want to hear. Yeah, two and a three. You take a, your partner takes eleven damage. What? Ow! Wow! Holy shit! Wow! Wait, don't I don't even know what that quality is supposed to be. Bark armor. I don't know what that quality is supposed to help with right now. That a lot of damage. Uh, that would it, any any role where the quality is, would be appropriate. You get plus one die. So unless it's like a you know a uh, like touch attack, bark armor probably relevant. Is your partner down? No, 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 no. Definitely not down. No, he's not down. Barely up. Okay, just... I have three left. Oh, okay, that's good. Okay, that's its turn. And next on the initiative order is Alex. Again? Oh, oh yeah, Chris, how many bomb points did we start out with? Don't think we... Oh, yeah, bomb point. Okay. This is a one shot. I'm not going to calculate that. That's fair. Okay. Maybe when, maybe if I ever get the full rulebook game, which I think is actually out of the time of this recording, then we'll revisit re- that. Maybe. Yeah, someone gets the full the full uh, book. The full book with all the rules and everything. I definitely. I yes. It does sound like it'd be. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this could be a fun full campaign. Okay, it could be. Yeah, it's got to get all the rules <laughs> so we know what we're doing. Bumbling. Uh, okay. Any, I am going to keep attacking. I am. Tr- it's gonna keep in its face and try and take its attention now. Be just gonna be a nuisance now. Okay. More power. Meanwhile, I'm going to be an emo 15 year old. That's four successes. Four out of four. You succeed. Roll your damage. That's it. That that's another technically 12 damage. Not even using radiant burst. Your light shines in this thing face, and there's a plane attack. I got my. Oh, so you're just a plane attacking. My Animos power stat is four. Its damage stat is eight. Your partner leaps at this creature. Its body shining with a light. And as it and it goes right through it like a comet. And as it lands on the other side, this thing is gone. It went to, it particleized with that strike. You went, they went straight through it. And it's dead. Crates question marked. Well, not dead, but well, maybe dead. You're not sure. Okay. So in the aftermath, you're like, Oh, so because that was kind of icky, but there's still the orb to deal with, and it's starting to flash. Um, let's smash cut back to the other two real quick to see how Aster's doing with the yelling and Bib is dealing with this. That's not me. That's uh, the other me. I mean, Bach, Eric's character, who is nameless. Ooh, the nameless. Very cool. It's like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been a jerk like that. No kidding. You've been nothing but a jerk this entire time. You don't listen to anyone thinking that you can figure out the entire thing yourself just by rushing in and bumbling about. Like I said, this is not a cartoon. You're not the main character. Life isn't going to work out that way. And now he's crawling. All right, I'm going to spend my action on on uh, having having a uh, sobbing fit. Yep. Okay. Um, smash cut back to the others. You, the two of you, hear this fracas oh, no. from down the, from the doorway. You're like, okay. But as you turn your attention back to the orb, you feel something vibrate in your pocket, and reaching into them, 
you pull out your Anacube, the strange device. You're not exactly sure what these things are, but they represent your bond with your partner. And as your partners both look up with you with something special in their eyes, the cube begin to light up. I need you to roll me your and your partner's heart stat. Heart. Not bad. Okay. That's two out of three successes. Two successes out of three rolls. Okay. Six a four and a one. Or two. Whoops. One of those dice went flying. My mom's going to wonder what the hell's going on with me yelling like this. Uh, that is a four, a four, and a six. That's three successes. Okay. As you, as your partner, like, looks up at you, something mystical, for lack of a better word, in their eyes, you feel that energy flow into you, and the cube in your hand lifts up off your palm and begins to spin faster and faster and faster until it forms this little glowing orb of light. And then within the orb of light, lines appear and it forms a symbol that represents who you are. So, for example, in the case of Sean's character Baxter, it might be knowledge or what have you. So, what is this, what do you think is the symbol that represents you or your quality? Me? Both you and Baxter. I think Baxter's is a first aid kit. <laughs> okay, so you get a cross, so there's that. And then Baxter? I think... You know you know, J-Prage is like how like sometimes when like the spellcasters will cast, they have like that big magic circle under them? I think it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. These symbols appear within the glowing orbs, and then they shoot off like shooting stars towards the orb, and together they engulf it in one big ball of light. And there, and there was a moment of pause, and then bang! The cubes reappear in your hand automatically, and when the light clears, the orb is broken in, in off its pedestal, and it, it pieces are all over the ground. And um, this is when Eric's character comes out of his emo phase. And another thing! Thing. I said, I'm sorry. What more do you want me to do? <laughs> I feel like after it's broken, I just spit on my animal partner and they're just going to rest on my head for a minute because, you know, we did good. We did very good. And we're just going to poke our heads around the corner as we hear all this crying. <laughs> I, I think what you see is my character kneeling down and actually hugging B, um, and apologizing in a very soft tone. Um, what's Baxter up to? I think Baxter's just kind of following behind sheepishly and like, I think I threw a book at them. You did throw a book at them. Sorry, everybody. I'm just trying, but I'm just too stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a mess of everything. You should get rid of me. I'm useless. While this yelling is going on in the background, a portal opens up behind um, Baxter as he's like walking, following after Aster and stepping out of the portal is your guide who has managed to teleport all the way here with the interference cleared up and like they have the, their mouth open or at least you think there's their mouth like they're about to they have their arm raised like they're going to say something but they hear this commotion going on and their arm like just falls and they're staring and uh, that's the end of Wellspring of Wrath or Animon One Shot um, but yeah that's it thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll see you another time You can find Dungeons and Pop at Dungeons Pop on Twitter and on your podcast app of choice. You can also join us on our Discord social club and maybe even join for a game and get your chance to be on a podcast if only once. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed our show, please leave a review.